0: The 14-day scanning free and calibration-free Cybionics GS1 CGM aims to deliver reliable, seamless diabetes management experiences. For more, check out CybionicsCGM.com. This is the Insulon Podcast where I own Costello try to redefine diabetes. In this week's episode, still to this day, my ratio is 1 to 20, and that's specifically from having COVID. So basically, my ratio dropped by 50%. But before we get into that, everything you hear on the Insulone podcast is from my own personal experience. And if you have any worries or issues regarding your diabetes, please contact a medical professional. Now, let's get stuck into this episode. Hello, and welcome back. To another episode. And this one again seems to be like another spur of the moment episode and I'm sure you're probably thinking, why does Owen's voice sound so weird? Why does Owen's voice sound so husky and rugged? But Graham,
1: break the news. Mr. Covid has made his return. Knock, knock, knock. Hello, can I come in? (laughs) Uh, It's Covid at the door. And I want to come and infect Owen Costello's body. Owen, you've got COVID. And the thing about it is, you very nearly, well, you you tested obviously and you knew yourself, (laughs) very nearly went away with me for the weekend. Yeah. That was the plan. We were supposed to be going to a stag do our mate, Dan Stag. And uh, you were- Bachelor party for anybody who doesn't know what a stag is. Good shout. Good shout. Bachelor party. Mm. And- so go back in time. So it was Friday, because I messaged you. I knew there was something wrong because I messaged you about something in the morning time, and you always generally get back within an hour or two. And it was like eight or nine hours, and I was like, "Is is all okay?" Because you He's never dead. don't. Honestly, no, seriously, I, sometimes <laughs> I like to catastrophize things in my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I, I dread to think what I'm going to be like when I have kids or if I have oh, kids. Stop. I'm like ah. But I went on to your uh, and WhatsApp to see when you were last online, but you've got that deactivated. Mm. Um, that's how worried I was for you. That's what my mother does for me. She goes, oh, when's Graham last online? I said, Jesus, I want to write. <laughs> But I didn't want to be, be annoying you in case you were doing something because I knew you were away in, uh, up north. But uh, yeah, you said you, were, you got a vomiting bug first, or was it a vomiting bug, or was it just
0: COVID at the beginning? I don't know. It was, like, it was, it was a strange one because I felt extremely nauseous. And I had a sore throat and I had gotten sick a couple times. Now, I don't generally think people like get sick when they've COVID, um, but my throat was sore. And then I was like, oh, I just, I just don't feel right. I don't feel right. And then obviously I knew that we were supposed to be going, by the way, I feel I sound so weird right now. Does my uh, voice sound really weird?
1: It's a, it's a little bit deeper and a little bit more raspy, but I've kind of got used to it now. Well, we've been chatting for about half an hour before we started <laughs> yeah. pressing record, so I've got used to it. But when you initially started talking,
0: when we jumped on the call, I was like, oh, Owen sounds sick. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, obviously I knew that we were supposed to be going to to Dan stag. And I was freaking thinking like, oh, please be better, please be better, please be better. And I just wasn't really getting better. And there was, it was the... Friday evening that I didn't feel really bad. Well, I felt bad enough, but Friday evening was the only time that I really noticed that my bloods, because I think I sent you a screenshot of my Dexcom and it was like 16.6, which was obviously very, very high for me. Well, very, very high for anybody. Um, So I was like, oh yeah, that's that's warning signs from my body telling me that something's up. But I tested for COVID because obviously we've got the at-home test and it was negative. I was like, oh, grand, it it must just be some regular flu or regular virus or whatever. But it was quite, it was literally a last minute decision because I was humming and hawing, should I go to the stag? Should I not go to the stag? Should I go to the stag? And then I just decided against it because I knew that if I was unwell, it would obviously make me feel more unwell. But I tested on the Saturday again. You had obviously gone to the stag and I was raging that I, that I wasn't there. And I was considering driving up on Saturday evening to meet mm. you. But again, I decided against it, tested, negative, went to bed, woke up on Sunday, tested, positive.
1: Lucky you didn't, because I'd be sitting here probably positive as well, because we Probably would have been sharing a bed and jumping all over each other. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, totally. uh, what were the sleeping arrangements actually in? In, in Do you
1: know day? what we actually we actually got all right because we had two people drop out from our house. So you dropped out and another person dropped out. Oh. But I still ended up sharing a bed with Kieran. <laughs> yeah, of course. So because uh, I tried to pull out the sofa bed downstairs and I could not work it. So I ended up just sleeping with Kieran. Um, <laughs> tell me this. So it was something I was thinking about. You were saying when you were. When you were vomiting and something that popped into my head there when I was imagining you getting sick and your bloods were going high. I'm trying to phrase this now because I don't want to sound like an idiot because this might sound like a stupid question, but I'm going to say it anyway. For you. Say for instance, you're monitoring your blood sugars, yeah? Mm-hmm. And then you eat your food and you take your insulin to counteract the food. But then if you're really sick and you vomited straight away, can that cause absolute havoc because the food has been expelled from your body but you've taken insulin for that food or will the the sugar has been absorbed into your blood by then how does it how does that work i'm phrasing that very badly yeah, i know no, what i'm I, trying to say i know
0: like, exactly what you mean yeah and i've actually found myself in a situation like that a couple times where i've felt very unwell or i've been sick but still wanted to get food into me and i think there was a, there was actually a time when i was in the states where I was feeling pretty unwell, but I was like, no, I have to get food into me. I have to get food into me. So I took insulin, ate the food. And then like two minutes after eating the food, I knew it wasn't staying down. So I basically vomited up that food. So it it wasn't digesting enough for my insulin to counteract it, you know, mm. or for it to be to, for my insulin to be needed yeah. um, so what I had to do was just drink a sugary drink to try and counteract the insulin okay um, but so far like so far I actually feel pretty okay yeah so let's go back to the last time you
1: had COVID because the one thing I remember from the last time you had COVID was probably Post-Covid, where your bloods took forever to settle down and get back into uh, their usual routine. Remind
0: mm. me how your bloods were during your first bout of Covid, which was what? When was that?
1: Six months ago? It was
0: almost exactly a year ago. A year ago? Yeah, because it was October. I, I specifically remember it was October.
1: Oh my God, that yeah. was a
0: quick year. Yeah, I know. Frightening. Jeez. I thought six Frightening. months ago. So sorry, how were your bloods when you got it a year ago? So last time I had it, my bloods were an absolute nightmare. Hmm. I was taking insulin as if it was water and basically I knew something was up straight away the last time because my bloods were just so high consistently and they just would not come down. I was shoveling insulin into me (laughs) and they just wouldn't come down. Um, My sense of smell went, my sense of, I was going to say hearing, my sense of smell, my sense of taste went. um, They haven't yet this time. Hopefully they don't. But last time, I just felt like I was hit so much harder by it. And last time, basically what I did to counteract the increased resistance and the fact that my bloods just weren't coming down was I basically increased my basal insulin, I think if I can remember correctly, by like 30%. I increased my bolus insulin, which is like my insulin that I take every time I eat by 20, 30% every injection that I had. And I also increased the length of my pre-bolus time. So instead of a typical 15 minutes, which I which I usually take, it was a pre-bolus of about 20, 25 minutes, because I feel as if, well, I don't feel. It's a fact that when my resistance is higher, I require that bit of a longer period of time for my insulin to kind of kick in as a pre-bolus. So those were the three things that I did. It was increase basal, increase bolus, increase... Pre-balls time essentially, and then with that, I still the way I the way I kind of phrase it is when I'm sick or when my body's like fighting off something. The impact that that has on my blood sugar, I have no control over. You know that's just how my body is responding to something naturally. So when that happens, already my blood sugar is going to be more difficult to manage. So what I like to do is. When it's already more difficult to manage, I try and make my blood sugar more predictable any way I can. So to give you a good, a good example of that, if my resistance is higher and it's more difficult to, to keep track of where my bloods are going or whatever it might be, if I simplify the food that I eat, i.e. make the food I eat more predictable blood sugar wise, then I'm taking out an additional variable that I need to manage. So for example, if I eat a high carbohydrate meal, which I often do, I eat about 400 grams of carbohydrate a day, <coughs> excuse me, Um, obviously I know my ratios, I know my timing, I know my ratios at different times a day, et cetera, et cetera. But the fact of the matter is when you eat high carbohydrates, There's more room for error because you're taking more insulin and you're eating more carbohydrate. That's just a fact. Now, it doesn't mean that you should avoid carbohydrate. I am in no way a low carb advocate personally, um, but it serves a purpose in a given time and place, i.e. when you're sick. Because if I eat a predictable meal, like something Relatively boring, like a chicken salad, right? That's always the example I go to. Eating a chicken salad isn't for me difficult to manage blood sugar wise because I know that it's not going to spike my blood sugar loads and I'm not going to require much insulin, if any at all. So when I know my body's fighting off a virus or a flu and my bloods are already more difficult to manage, decision that I make to simplify, quote unquote, simplify the food that I eat takes out a variable that I need to consider in relation to managing my bloods. But what can happen too as well, and this, this is also even relevant to like winter time with diabetes, because oftentimes during winter time, you know, the weather It's colder, gets darker earlier, it's probably raining more, you're less inclined to be outside, you're less inclined to move more consistently throughout the day, you're probably less inclined to be more active during the winter months. As a result of that, because you're not moving as much, your bloods may be more inclined to spike. Your insulin resistance may be higher because you're not as active, you're not training as consistently. And because you're indoors more, you're a lot more inclined to graze on food or to snack on more food because you're, you're probably sitting around a lot more. You're probably watching Mm. TV more. And the vast majority of the time when we're hanging around more, we snack or graze on food. And ultimately these things inevitably have an impact on our blood sugar. So that was kind of the experience that I had as well the last time, because the I just felt worse. You know, it was like the height of COVID back then. I think the the quarantine time was longer. So you're spending more time indoors. So you're, you've more opportunity to graze and pick at food more consistently.
1: What is the quarantine time now? Is it
0: a week? It's like seven days, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's seven days.
1: It's different all yeah. over the world. So yeah. I don't know. If, I if think you it's you seven are, days. If you do have COVID you listen and you're listening, check with your local <laughs> yeah. service, not yeah, most, so. but I, I think it's it's seven days now in Ireland. Yeah. So <clears throat> you you put a lot of different um, different ways into making sure that the sickness doesn't, uh, well, the sickness will inevitably spike your blood sugars, but everything else that you can control to control that. How have your bloods reacted this time? You're doing everything you can to make mm. keep them steady, but in terms of the actual illness, how is that happening? They're actually grand
0: really like yeah completely different to the last time like I I haven't had any spikes that I feel are from COVID itself weird like Mm. so that's why I was holding off I wanted to hold off for like a day or two to, to kind of gauge how my bloods were responding to it to see if they were consistently more stubborn or just consistently higher. And then I could say, right, I'm confident to increase my basal insulin. But because I haven't seen an impact, I haven't even had a need to increase insulin, to be honest. And how's your just chest? Go- H- how's your chest?
1: I can hear you coughing during this episode, but I know you're doing a little <laughs> bit <of that. laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, You were doing exercise in the garden yesterday. <clears throat> How was that?
0: How was your breathing? Do you know, I actually... <clears throat> now, yeah, now as you've mentioned my chest, i am kind of kind of coughing more. Um I went out for a walk this morning and I felt out of breath quite quickly. But I was training in the garden yesterday, the weather was actually quite nice. Um got the weights out and I was fine. Fine energy-wise. Yeah. But breathing-wise this morning, I felt it more. And in the morning, like I'll go for a pretty casual walk just to, just to start the day. It's not anything intense, but uh, <coughs> excuse me, quite fitting for the podcast. <coughs> um. So yeah, it's just like a casual, easy walk, but I felt quite out of breath this morning. Mm-hmm. So I won't be going for any runs anytime, anytime soon. Your Your dose sounds similar to what,
1: how mine was. Obviously I don't have the diabetes added to it, but I had maybe a day, a bad day two days max. But then hmm. I was quarantined. It was 10 days back then. It was last Christmas and I felt grand. I was doing exercises in the room. I was up. I was, well, I wasn't, I was just in the room watching TV, but I was kind of, it was a very relaxing time I felt. I had to cut myself off from the outside world and wasn't being, <coughs> running around the place, meeting people over the Christmas period, which was kind of sad one way, but also kind of like, do you know what? When I came out, I felt refreshed and ready to go.
0: Yeah. Um, Is this so when fa- you edited all the bite-sized episodes of the podcast? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Absolute <laughs> so machine. If you enjoy the bite-sized episodes that
1: come out on Mondays, <laughs> you can thank COVID. I did a year's worth of them. So I was, it's no word of a lie. I was thinking about that today. I was thinking, I wonder if I get COVID soon again, because I have to do, wouldn't mind uh, being locked in a room for a few <laughs> yeah. days to make me do something like that. Because I, I bashed out 60 of them, I think. So I have till
0: February the bite size and then I'll do my... I couldn't, my mind was blown because I knew you were locked in the room for the 10 days or whatever, but you were like, oh, by the way, I edited all the bite size episodes for like a year's worth.
1: But I had nothing else to do. (coughs) It was so... I I I hope you get
0: sick again then. Well, that, I'm telling you,
1: because I knew we were launching the bite size episodes around the time we did and I knew it was like, okay, I have to sit down sometime and do it. In the back of my head, I was like, I'm guaranteed I'm going to get COVID in the next couple of months because it's everywhere. And I'm just going to take time off during the COVID and, uh, and do them. And it came, and I go, right. And I just did 10 per day for like five or six days. And it was great. I, no. I, I had a lovely routine, yeah. lovely routine I had. <laughs> That's get the up. best
0: way to do it. I feel yeah. as if it's, it's when you're out of routine, trying to create a routine somehow is always a good way to go. Yeah. Particularly if you, if you feel you have work to do. Um, But
1: again, I say this with the caveat where I understand there's people listening to this who got very sick of COVID. I had a very mild dose of COVID, so I'm not advocating for people to get up and exercise (laughs) and edit audio for a couple of hours per day. Lie in
0: bed bed if you have to. Actually, I was talking to this guy in the gym, obviously before I had COVID. Um, It was one of the, I think it was like two weeks ago or so, but... I so it's this guy that I see in the gym all the time, and we like we just have a brief chat anytime I see him there. Um, he's in unbelievable shape. Should see the chap as a machine. But anyway, that's that's beyond the point. Um so I had seen I, I had seen him in the gym and we were briefly chatting, and then my blood sugar went low. And I was sitting down taking a break, and my face was obviously as white as a ghost, and he comes over and goes, are you all right? And I was like, oh, my blood sugar's gone low. I just, need to, I just need to take a break for a bit. And then he was asking about the diabetes and saying like, oh, like what's it feel like? And what do you need to do to treat it? And like, does it last long? All these different questions. And um, then I think COVID came up and he or he was asking like, is it running your family? Or like, how do you know you got it? Or how do you know why you got it? And and these kind of things. And I said, well, there's no definitive reason. Like they can't say this is exactly why you get it, or this is whatever. But I then said, I personally, and you notice, Graham, we've spoken about it on the podcast before, I've spoken to probably 15 or 20 people individually who got COVID and then within the space of a month got type 1 diabetes. Mm -hmm. So there has to be some sort of link there, right? And they say that sometimes, like... It could be laying dormant in your system and a virus can almost be the catalyst to kind of erupt it or whatever it might be. Um but I can't remember where I was going with the story, <laughs> but we were talking about that. And then um he he was saying, like, oh, like did you get COVID? Did you get COVID before? And I was saying, Yeah. Um, but thankfully I already had diabetes, so I could I couldn't get it twice as a result. <laughs> But I was telling them then how, and I just want to even reiterate this on this episode. The first time I had COVID, my insulin to carb ratio was consistently 1 to 30 in the morning, 1 to 35 kind of afternoonish time, 1 to 35, 1 to 40 in the evening. Since I had COVID, my ratios initially, after I kind of got over the initial dose, were back down at like 1 to 10. And still to this day, my ratio is one to twenty, and that's specifically from having COVID. Like no doubt in my mind, there's no oh, there's no well, other reason I, so why it would have dropped.
1: I thought it went back to normal. It hasn't fully gone back. No, it's no, just, no. It's it just remained
0: back. consistent now, pretty much. But not back so back. I was so basically my ratio dropped by fifty percent. Yeah. Since having COVID, um, now as I said, this time around. <clears throat> I haven't felt any sort of an impact so far, Um, but I'm hoping my, ra- my ratio doesn't go down again.
1: Well, Owen, I don't want to keep you too much longer because I know you don't feel too bad, but you still are sick. So uh, I appreciate you jumping on this episode. I appreciate you coming on and recording, uh, even though you do have COVID and you had a vomitable bug a few days ago. I know it'll be um, very, very helpful for someone out there who may be struggling with COVID as well, or maybe struggling with COVID in the future as well. The little tips you gave just to control the controllables while you are sick
0: is very, very important. So, thank you very much, John. Absolutely, thank you, Graham. I feel as if we're uh, always on call to the podcast, like like the last episode we did. Um, again, just to reiterate, not telling you to do this, but the first time I had COVID, and <clears throat> generally anytime I'm sick, and I know that my insulin resistance is very high as a result. Three things I look at and focus on, well, five five things. Increase my basil, increase my bolus, increase the length of my pre-bolus time, plenty, plenty, plenty water, and plenty of green vegetables. That's four. That's five. Is that f- That is five. Maybe I miscounted it. I said ba- <laughs> increase basil, yeah. increase bolus. Yeah. Increase pre-bolus time, Okay. plenty of water. I didn't hear the time. And eat your green vegetables. Eat your green vegetables. There you go. Eat your You're greens. An You're an adult. Eat your vegetables. Right. I hope that I feel I was rambling a lot of that episode, but I hope it was still beneficial to anybody listening. As always, we appreciate you tuning in and giving us your ears each week. And we hope that you can benefit from the podcast and we hope that you continue to benefit from the podcast so if you like it if you enjoy it if you come back each week share the podcast on your social tell your friends and family about it tell anybody about it we don't care we just we just want as many diabetics out there to listen to it and benefit from it so have a good day have a good week look after your blood sugars we'll chat to you soon take it easy bye